The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Unintentionally Offensive Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 363. And in honor of 205 Live's move to Wednesday, this is a very special episode of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast Live. <laughs> and thankfully, you do not have to listen to just me talking, because that's right, I have a co-host. It's Jeff. Keeping to my team with uninteresting intros. Hello. <laughs> That's all right. What a, whatever gimmick works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start things off here by uh, uh, by making sure that everybody gives out uh, uh, some special energy and love to the big stick. Uh, as Jason had uh, had a, a incident in the family that's keeping him off the show this week. Um, so of course you know our thoughts are with him and his family. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we miss you, big guy. Hopefully you can join us again next week. Absolutely. Best and, wishes, uh, Jason, yeah. and, uh, and your family. Yep. Uh, so we go uh, from talking about a guy with a perfect 10 to... The perfect 10! A 10! A 10! A fucking 10! We start off the perfect 10 this week by talking about a big announcement that was made on Monday... Uh, we had a segment where, of course, Roman Reigns came out and talked about the fact that, uh, you know, even though he didn't technically win, he's still champion. Braun Strowman came out and said some stuff, but then Brock Lesnar came out, and the WWE announced that just, I think it's four, five days after yeah, their five. women's-only pay-per-view, they will be having a men's-only pay-per-view as they return to Saudi Arabia, where women will get stoned if they are Carmella. And it's going to be WWE Crown Jewel. Oh, God. Yeah, Crown Jewel. And, uh, it's, uh, not, oh, my God. It's not too obvious what matters more, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. Lesnar, Reigns, Strowman, yay. Um, I guess what the whole the whole gimmick to this is it's going to be like a tournament. I guess kind of like the King of the Ring. Um... So what way to follow up, uh, you know, having an all-women's pay-per-view to have a pay-per-view with uh, no women who are even allowed in the country? That's right. 
Uh, and of course, we were following up our announcement of Renee Young being full time in the booth by saying, "Ah, well, she's going to need a replacement." <laughs> Get Jonathan Coachman back there. Yeah, I guess so. Although I don't think that they have, uh, I don't think they feel that that highly about African Americans either. So mm, uh, he might want to be, he might want to keep us out there. But yeah, so um, yet again, we've got another another trophy that WWE is going to give out, and then not talk about ever again. Oh my. God. Uh, of course, does anyone actually remember that Braun Strowman is the greatest Royal Rumble champion? What does that mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He 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 won a green championship belt and uh, and a big trophy. You think he still has and that? And now, um, I don't see why not. I mean, I'm sure it probably holds up like one wobbly side of his coffee table. But, <laughs> <you know. laughs> whatever, whatever works for you. Uh, yeah, so like you said, they are they are going to have what appears to be kind of a tournament um, in order to crown the the WWE crown jewel. I guess they get a little uh, uh, expensive paperweight to take home with them, and then yeah, then we're just never going to talk about it again. Like that time that Neville won King of the Ring. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> so uh, useless. Funny. <laughs> funny how many things i can actually remember of stuff that nobody else seems to be able to remember especially not the people who actually won them am i am i wrong in thinking didn't wasn't the greatest royal rumble supposed to be like a trophy at first and then they turned all of a sudden it was like a belt i think it was both i was if both I remember correctly it was both yeah oh. if i remember correctly he won both god now i get now both are meaningless yeah so yeah because we've never seen the belt again that, that big green thing that he, that he got. It was... uh, yes, I'm looking at, at the picture now, and yes, he has both. He has a, a green belt in his hand and a giant trophy next to him. God. So he won He won two things, neither of which have ever been seen again. It was literally, well, the, the day after, right? It wasn't the day after he had a picture with it on, and then they like removed it yeah. or some shit? Yeah, I mean, I think part of that was probably the backlash from the fact that, oh, that's right, no women were allowed in this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we just don't, uh, don't ever talk about it. And during, even when, uh, when Braun won the tag team belts, they kind of talked it up as it was the first championship belt he won, even though, you know, <laughs> how, how great yeah, would it be wasn't. if they brought this belt back as, uh, the winner of this tournament gets it just like, just like <laughs> it never existed. Yeah. Right. I could see them doing that. Oh, and, well, you'd be able to set it up too, because like if you have some, if you have like Kevin Owens win thing, then you could have, uh, you know, Braun come out and point to the belt and say, "I wasn't finished with that yet." <laughs> so <laughs> the WWE Men's Championship. I mean, they have a women's That's championship. Right. It's only fair. <laughs> I mean, technically they have like five men's championships, I, I, but whatever. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, they specifically have a men's yeah. championship. Come on. That's right. Yeah, they're going to have the WWE Championship, the US Championship, the IC Championship, the Universal Championship, the Galactic Championship, and the Men's Championship, and the Junior Men's Championship as well. Mm, instead of the European gotta those, title, gotta get those Saudi Arabian ones. title. Hey, there you go. I'd be, I'd be down if they had a Saudi Arabian title, only if it brings back uh, Sean Davari. <laughs> <laughs> I say yes oh, to that. And, and Muhammad Hussan. Oh, God, that would be great. So speaking of uh, of women being not so much allowed in matches, but maybe also kind of allowed in matches, the mixed matched mixed match challenge 
returned uh, yesterday, or Tuesday, if you're listening to this, probably when this goes up. Uh, first round match was uh, heel versus heel, in a way, Yeah, I guess. Uh, because you had Braun Strowman, who's kind of a heel, and Kevin Owens is kind of a heel, as well as face versus face, because Natalia, I guess, is a face. Uh, and Ember Moon, of course, is a face. Right. Um, but uh, uh, Braun Strowman had to get a new partner because Alexa Bliss is apparently legit injured. I, I had my questions at first, but she is indeed legit injured. Which is unfortunate. Um, which, which is unfortunate, but, um, you know, it's not it's not anything that serious because obviously they're talking about trying to get her back into this before the end of it. Um, so something that she just needs a little time to heal up on it, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, the match was entertaining. Um they got the, they showed this whole backstage thing. I think I think it was during this match where uh, they showed Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox uh, texting the WWE universe. It was great. Oh yeah, they brought that back. Yep, yep. And those two are the most popular to be doing it. So um, weird. Jinder uh, Jinder shaved. He kind of looks like a young normal version of uh, Great Khali. Is that racist? Hmm. Maybe. But he's Canadian, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, he's. Alright, I'm safe. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so obviously with that kind of confusing matchup, uh, we decided we're going to double down and have the second matchup be between a bunch of faces as well, uh, <laughs> as Charlotte and AJ Styles took on Naomi and Jey Uso, Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, whichever one is, is, uh, regularly banging Naomi. Right. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, another... I, I couldn't say... I mean, the, I, I'm sure they probably take t at some point in time. So, couldn't say the one that banged her. Uh, <laughs> so, again, a, again another another odd matchup. And, again, kind of odd that they had two Raw people face off against each other and two SmackDown people, whereas last year it was Raw and SmackDown against each other, at least in the first round. Right. To kind of, you know, to go on like that. Um, but uh, the I guess the highlight for me on this was Charlotte twerking. Uh, to make fun of Naomi. <laughs> um, I mean, she, they have the same you know, side ass, right? She's not, not exactly. I oh, mean, um, my bad. If you, if if Naomi uh, slipped on a banana peel, and she was for some reason in a uh, Applebee's kitchen, if she slipped on a banana peel because they have bananas at Applebee's, <laughs> and then landed her ass onto. Uh, the the flat top grill, that would probably be the result of it. Uh, uh, would be Charlotte's pancake ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I I'm all for making fun of uh, of somebody of, of the dancing black girl gimmick. Which uh, if you if you're a Patreon, you could be listening to my take on the May Young Classic, where they have no less than so far two dancing black girls on there and no other black ladies doing any other gimmick but dancing so god it's fantastic nice and original too yeah yeah well at least ember moon is is is, is, is taking one for the team and not da- having a dancing gimmick so far <laughs> um so, so i guess uh going to the the matches i uh braun and, and ember moon won right and uh mm-hmm. styles and charlotte won um the matches themselves uh, were entertaining, uh, in the sense that they were funny. I mean, KO and Braun Strowman going back and forth was hilarious. Um, Braun Strowman, as soon as Kevin Owens comes up, he's like, "You're finally gonna get these hands," 
And then when they started the match and Braun was yelling at him and KO tagged Natalia, he's like, you know what? This is You did this, Braun. You did this. Ladies first. And he, like, tagged Natalia in. Um, funny. Um, and then, believe it or not, Kevin Owens got more offense in on Braun Strowman than he has in any other match he's had with him combined. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there you go. But, you know, in the end, still got the shit beat out of him. Um, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure Natalia took the... She tapped out. I'm pretty sure that was the ending. Um, yeah, and she, she tapped out. Okay, yeah. So, um, a funny funny comment. Uh, Natalia and Kevin Owens had a backstage segment on WWE, uh, their YouTube. Um, and literally for the first, like, 40 seconds of the interview, Kevin Owens was just laying face down on, like, that plank position while Natalia was trying to talk about their match and talk about why their name was Team Pause, which is awful, by the way. Um, she was talking about how the, the P in pause stands for perseverance, and Kevin Owens was trying to come up with words himself, and and he was like, perseverance, yeah, perseverance. And she was like, no, 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 like, per- perseverance, like cats. And Kevin Owens literally just went, ugh, I, I don't know about that. And that was that was probably my favorite moment. Um, but uh, the second match was uh, there was a lot more, like for lack of a better term, guy on girl action, which was uh, hot, <laughs> which was kind of surprising to me. Um, and once again, AJ Styles and uh, we'll just say Jay Uso, uh, the letter J, because they could both be <laughs> a cover for each. There you go. Um, well, if you if you're Jr., you would just call them Uso. So right, Uso, yeah. So <laughs> that's right. He did do that, didn't he? Um, yep. I don't blame him. That, that shit would get confusing to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it was uh, they were yelling at each other like before every move. AJ Styles would do to be like, "I got gotcha, you," or he'd be like, "Come here," and it's just funny to hear him yell with a silly little accent. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. The matches were entertaining. We'll see how it is going forward. I forgot it's round robin. So there's going to be a lot of fucking matches. Um, mm-hmm. But it's good. We get to see Jinder and Alicia Fox go undefeated and face uh, Carmella and Archie from the finals. There you go. There you go. Uh, I realized that uh, we started getting into the Perfect Ten and we completely forgot about the fact that it was a pay-per-view this past weekend. So... I was going to uh, say we something, probably talk about... um, but I, yeah. I wasn't sure if you just were going to go in reverse order. That's no, okay. no. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and take a little pause on it. Uh, obviously, we didn't give away anything like that. So uh, let's talk about the matches and, and say a couple things on it. But first, we've got uh, a voicemail for the first time in a while. Um, so this one is about three minutes. So if you need to go and take a piss, go for it. <laughs> You'll probably be back by the time it's over. Here we go. My name is Tommy Montesanti, and I am the quintessential wrestling fan to talk to you guys about hell in a cell. And it doesn't matter if you call it hell in a cell, or if you call it rage in a cage, or if you call it penis in your anus. This fucking goddamn pay-per-view could have been one of the best pay-per-views of the year, and instead... We got a bunch of fuck job finishes all over the fucking car. I mean, let's be honest here. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe didn't need the Brock Lesnar taker finish when AJ is tapping, but the ref can't see it. Are you fucking kidding me? 
I do not like ending that match in a fashion. But even more so, I really have an issue with the main event. Let's start with Mick Foley counting Roman Reigns down for a three count after Braun hits him with a choke slam. He counts three. Everybody sees him count three. And the commentator is like, oh, fuck, he just counted three. And then they try to cover for him. And Foley goes, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, no, you can't do that during a fucking title match on pay-per-view. Are you nuts? Are you fucking crazy? I get it. It's not really Foley's fault. It's not like Rain, because you probably should have kicked out just a little bit quicker. Second thing I have an issue with. You throw a bunch of fucking smoke and mirrors at the end of that match, including Rollins, Ambrose, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler. You have Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins go off the side of the cell. God knows what the fuck happened to Ambrose and McIntyre because they double clotheslined each other on top of the cell, and then we never saw him again. All this is going on. Roman and Braun are dead in the ring. And this is after Braun just kicked out of a pinfall after Roman speared him through the table. So Braun kicks out. But him and Roman are going to go take a nap for another 20 minutes? Are you serious? Now, I paused when Brock Lesnar came out, but you tell me when the last time a fucking Hell in a Cell match ever ended in a no contest. Oh, that's why right. You can't, because it never fucking happened before. Why the fuck would you end that match in a no contest? Why wouldn't you just have Brock cost Roman the title? I got to tell you guys, not the best effort from the WWE. And to be quite honest, it pissed a lot of people off. See you later. All right. All right. So I can, so I can tell you that uh, the last time that a Hell in a Cell did not have a finish uh, was Mick Foley versus Kane. But you know, sure, we'll we'll take what you got to say there. Um, <laughs> uh, now for now for the real main events of that, uh, because I know that Tommy is a little hard to understand. But thankfully, uh, I have a transcript here that tells you exactly what he said. So, uh, <clears throat> my name is Tommy Martha Sunday, and I am a quick professional wrestling fan to tell you guys about hell, and it doesn't matter if you call it On My Cell, or if you call it Rage in a Cage, or if you call it Painting Arenas, this fucking goddamn pay-per-view going to be in what to know best pay-per-views of the year and instead that's a complete sentence <laughs> we got a bunch of job job finishes all over the fucking time i mean let's be honest here 18 styles of samoa joe did it need the brock lesnar take offense when he he's tapping with the ref can't see it are you fucking kidding me do not like indeed that much attention but you can also, I really have an issue with the main event. Let's start with Big Foley, counting Roman Reigns down for three times after Braun hit him with a chokeslam. He can't sleep, everybody, season country, and the commentators, like off hockey, just counted three, and then they try to cover for me, for he goes, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, you can't do that during the fucking title max on pay-per-view. No, you are not, are you fucking crazy again. It's not really. It might rain, supposed to kick that jazz a little bit quicker. Second thing I have an issue with, you thought a bunch of fucking smoking mirrors at the end of that match, including Rollins, Ambrose, Dean, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, 
You have Dolph Ziggler as Seth Rollins go off the side of the cell. God knows what the fuck happened. Ambrose and McIntyre, because they double close on each other on top of the cell, and that we never saw him again. All this is going on. Roman and Brunch Dread, dead, in the rain. And this is DeBron just kicked out of a painful after Roman treat him through a table. So it probably kicks out, but him and Roman, they're going to go take a nap for another 20 minutes. Are you serious now? I thought when Brock Lesnar came out, but you tell me when the last time the fucking hell does not match ever ended a no contest. Oh, that's why you can't, because it doesn't suck it happen before where the fuck would you end? Imagine a no contest. Why wouldn't you just have rock on room in the title? I got to tell you guys, not the best effort from the WWE, and to be quite honest, if that's a lot of people off, see you later. So sadly, this is the point where uh, my computer decided that uh, this episode is ending. So uh, sorry about that, folks. Uh, going to be a little bit of a lost episode here. Uh, me and Jeff uh, had another good hour of, of quality stuff here. Sadly, lost to uh, to the abyss. But uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, we get in some of our plugs because there is some things going on this weekend. Um, it's, it's just me now. Jeff has already gone to bed. Hopefully, uh, Adam was in bed about four hours ago. So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, tickets now available for the stars of Brew City Wrestling return on Saturday, September 22nd to the Elks Lodge. In Waukesha, Wisconsin, with Fall Frenzy. Bell time is set for 7.30 p.m. Doors open at 6.45, and tickets are $20 reserved ringside at advanced $16, which can be purchased on BrewCityWrestling1.com, or $18 at the door, and children 10 and under are just $10. Already signed a first blood match between Tyler Sullivan with Kevin Sullivan and Sean Priest. The Bruce City Wrestling Women's Championship will be on the line as Blue Phoenix Vanessa Azor takes on Evil Sierra. The Bruce City Wrestling Tag Team Championship as the Axemen take on The Rage. Angel Armani takes on Lou Zer. Card, of course, is subject to change. More fandomonium matches announced soon. Go to BruceCityWrestling1.com. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Bruce City Wrestling. Twitter, at BCW1. And Facebook, Bruce City Wrestling 1. Elk Mania Promotions returns to the Beverly Salem Elks Lodge on Saturday, September 22nd as we go all in with Aces Wild. This event is a fundraiser for the Children's Miracle Network with support from Extra Life, which unites video game players from around the world to support their local children's hospital. Aces Wild will host a double main event of professional wrestling action. Insane of the Dick Lane will defend the All-Star Championship against former TNA Impact wrestler Robbie E. Derek Simonetti will defend the Bay State Championship against the 2018 North Shore Rumble winner The Brute, Kevin Giles, with Mr. Chad Epic. The Alley Cat, Delilah Hayden, will take on the Suplex Sweetheart, Isana. The New England Tag Team Championships champions, the Middlesex Express, the Ace, Mike Montero, and more are scheduled to appear in Beverly. Uh, reserve front row is $15, advanced general mission $10, and general mission at the door $12. $10 advanced general mission tickets are on sale at Silver Moon and Comics and Collectibles in Salem and Paper Asylum in Beverly. ICW returns Thursday, September 27th to the La Pica Lounge. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. with a 7.15 bell time. All tickets are $50 ringside. Can be reserved by request. ICW returns Thursday night with uh, the ICW alternative title being defended in the main event in a Kitchen Insanity match as Dark Prophet Warren Veet takes on Hated One Kato with Miss Hatred. The ICW world title match uh, will see the Greek franchise GQ Janos take on Zombie Princess Jimmy Jacobs. A 10-man tag team survivor match will see Insane Evil Threat Disenchant... Dis- 
Chase McCoy and Sierra, as well as Special Forces Garrison Creed and Corporal Robinson take on Rico de la Vega, The Caribbean Connection, Straight Hatred Jack Blackwell, and Zach McGuire with Miss Hatred. Number one contenders match for the world title will be uh, take place as Joey Jet Avalon takes on Marman Mario Andrew Carvello. The ICW Tag Team Championship will be on the line as Bear Kingdom, Juan Hernandez, and Oso Toko take on the Foley Brothers, Mo Foley, and Pitstain. Ghetto Booty Killer Chaz Carter and Johnny Swashbuckle take on Just Saying Simon Says and Jacob Hoffman. And the Ad Couple Doc Simons and Derek St. Holmes take on Aesop Mitchell and Tyler Sullivan. And that does it for the rundown for this Thursday, September 20th. Uh, sadly, it has not been that long since I fucked up another episode. Uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownpodcast. Email the show via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail like Tommy uh, did at 617-863-6967 at 61rundown7. We're on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. Uh, you'll be able to get early access to our episodes as well as some special events like the poop shoot with Adam um, and uh, me taking care of the May Young Classic this year. Uh, listen to our friends at Kingpin Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with new podcasts every Monday. Go to facebook.com slash thewpn or thewpn.com. Check out our friend Justin Michaels on his show Yes and Waltz on Tough TV. Go to toughtv.com to stream it live. Stay tuned to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast to hear our other shows. NXT Revisited, The Rundown Sit Down, WrestleMania Salvation, Glow Stick, and a brand new show to the network, The Nitromania Podcast. You can follow our host on Twitter at jstuart0920, at rockstartroy, at the sleepy effect, at Nitromania Pod, at WrestleMania Limp Biscuit, at Johnny Analog, at Joker's Wild 702, and at Todd fucking sucks soft dicks. I want to thank my co-host. Sorry for fucking up an otherwise really good episode. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening and staying with us. Uh, I, I can assure you that we will get this fixed by next week and this won't happen again. And of course, thanks Jason for the theme song. Next week we bring you a full episode. The Rundown Wrestling Podcast was created as a fever dream while Adam Salzer was having a testicle removed and is now, for some reason, being forced to continue to operate under the management of me, I guess, this week. That was a mistake. And is produced by... Uh, well, produced is a, a, a harsh word. Uh, the episode was hosted by, by myself and Jeff. We are a member of the Questionable Devour Network, which, much like when Wade Barrett was kicked out of the Nexus, no longer recognizes us as original creators. Check out all the other shows debuting soon on questandnetwork.com. And tune in next week for an all-new episode of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast.